Sarah, Dateology. Dateology. How are you? Dateology. I'm, I'm glad that this is working out. It's sort of separating out the dating stuff and the, uh, and the other womenology stuff. So, whew. Mm -hmm. have you been outside today? No. <laughs> I was walking. Sarah, it is, I mean, I'm dripping wet when I come home. Like I'm drenched when yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not joking. I have to change at least three times a day. I have to take like two or three showers a day. Oh, that's oh, gross. It's gross. It's terrible out. So Sarah, we have a letter mm -hmm. and it's from a woman and we're, you know, we're talking now that zoom dating is becoming a thing. Yes. Thankfully, you know, it was a matter of time <laughs> before I started hearing comments about inappropriate or awkward conversations on zoom. We made it pretty far into this pandemic to be, to be fair. <laughs> well, I mean, keep in mind that, that zoom bombing was a thing and it was like oh, people well, just yeah. pulling, pull, pulling their pants down. And this is why I don't advertise zoom links because that's how you get zoom bombed. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, it's, I'm, I'm actually, I'm kind of thrilled that so far we have not had any instances of, a uh of a like a guy pulling his pants down yeah on any of these video anything so thank god cross your fingers people it's so, the little things you know it's the it's <laughs> the little things um okay here's the letter matched with the guy on hinge we set up a time to chat on zoom not five minutes after he shows up then he starts to get inappropriate in my profile i say i'm a yoga teacher okay. he made a joke about how flexible i must be super original about that anyway mm -hmm. i've heard this before so i ignored his comment i changed the subject to ask about a trip he mentioned in his profile the conversation took a turn for the better until he asked if i liked tantric sex i said i didn't have any experience with any experience with it a lie my ex and i had tantric sex from time to time but i wasn't going to tell him that what do you do in a situation like that if we'd been on the app i would have unmatched him I would have unmatched him. Okay. Okay. Now, when you're on the app and someone says it, something inappropriate, you can just unmatch them, mm -hmm. and you should. Uh, but now we've now we're like face to face, and I don't think guys really understand why we get so uncomfortable when they bring up sex on a first date. Okay. I, I Maybe really not. don't. Yeah. I think I think that there's two types of people that make these kind of, that use, you know, sexual banter or innuendo uh, to to break the ice. Either one, they're just they're trying to be provocative and failing miserably because mm. they're just not interesting. Mm -hmm. Or two, they're they're vetting you. It's a lit litmus test to see is she sexual, is she uptight, and see the joke's kind of on them. Because when a guy brings up sex in an email message or on a date, we don't freeze or get uncomfortable because we're frigid. We freeze and get uncomfortable because we feel threatened. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I, I was going to say the, the joke is on them too because, you know, not everyone is comfortable talking about it, but that's not necessarily going to mirror your experience with 
actions that they might be comfortable with. Right. You know? Like, not everyone is going to want to engage in the banter or the dirty talk or whatever. And and there's a, there's a difference between, you know, so of course, like, based on what I do for a living, especially when I have the column, you can be sure people just assumed that I was comfortable with certain kinds of certain topics. They yeah. just assumed it. I, I mean, mean, I don't know. Well, they, that's, that, yeah. that is a mistake. <laughs> right. And uh, you know, I can remember one guy DMing me on Twitter. He's actually like, he's, he's an actor and he's been in a lot of stuff. And we met many, many years ago. And he said something about, he called me a sex columnist. And I said, that's no, that's not what I do. Please don't like, don't, please don't call me that. Like, please don't sexualize what I do. Like I can talk about sex without having it be sexualized or hypersexualized. So please don't do that. Uh, So they assume wrongfully (laughs) that um, when someone does something specific or like they, they take a comment the wrong way, they misinterpret it. Right. And then they just run with it. How about let's keep this as a general rule. Don't talk about sex on a first date. Well, not only that, but like if that's if that's your job, maybe you don't want to talk too much about that either. Right. It's like the guy on Friends. He's like, I mean, he was a gynecologist. He's like, I don't know. I mean, you know, you he's talking to Rachel, you know, you serve coffee. Like, how do you feel after a long day? Like, you just don't want to see another cup of coffee. Yeah. <laughs> You know, like, there's just certain things I don't want to talk about. There's something to that, for sure. Right. And it's very, it's also very dehumanizing. Mm -hmm. Again, that's something that I don't think a lot of men understand because they've never had it happen to them. Yeah. And I think that if men, you know, you know, the, the, the men out there who are like, oh, you know, it's a compliment when someone says this or someone wants to have sex with you or blah, blah, blah. No, it, it, it might in the first time that happens to you, it might you might think that, but if that happened to you repeatedly over and over and over again, and you grew up and were socially conditioned to believe that if it was assumed that a woman uh, was open to sex, that meant she did something wrong, mm-hmm. you'd feel differently. Yes. And yeah, like if, if you don't want to get to know me, but just want to make sexual commentary, I'm going to assume you, you're you not interested in getting to know me. You just want sex. Uh, yes. I think, yes. I think that's a reasonable assumption. And I think nine times out of ten, when you assume that, oh, this guy's just looking for sex or this person's just looking for sex, you're right. Mm-hmm. But let's turn this around. Okay. I was listening to a podcast and I was listening to a guy tell a story about a first date that he had. And he met her up, met up with her at a bar. And when he got there, she stood up to greet him and she started kissing him. And oh. <laughs> right, yeah. And okay. so he said, well, so, you know, I went along with it and whatever. And they talked and I, and I think she might've been drinking. And at one point he said, you know, we were sitting in these kind of boots and she straddled me and we started making out again. And what infuriated me about this conversation is how he's talking like he had no agency. 
how this was all being done to him and that he was not actively participating in it and, and the way he was sort of jokingly saying, well, <laughs> what do you do in a situation like that? You say no. Well, that's what well, that's what we have to do right. and we don't want to. But, you know, you don't feel threatened because you don't feel like if you say no, you are in physical danger. True. So it, it's very different. So ha, ha, ha. It's so funny that, you know, oh, you just went along with it. But then I guess she says, she asks him, let's go back to my place and have sex. And he said, no. And she got upset and started getting kind of volatile, like raising her voice in the restaurant and goes to the bathroom and then comes out and she like curses him out some more. And then she leaves. And so he, the food comes at that point. And so he's sitting there eating the food and he gets up. <laughs> this of is all is. before the food has arrived. Yes. <laughs> So he gets up and he's like, wait a minute, she's been drinking. I don't want her driving. Oh, good for you. You're such a hero. And he goes out and he sees her and she says, you know, I'm sorry. Um, Do you think maybe we can do this again? Like I'm just new here and I'm lonely. And, you know, and that I think a lot of times when women use, like when we just talked about this, when we talk about sex, when we're the ones to throw it out there, you know, there are a lot of different reasons Yeah. Um, than when it's just even when, like when men do it. When we talk about sex, that doesn't necessarily mean we want to have sex. When right. men talk about sex, it's usually because they want to have sex, <laughs> yep. I think. Um, and I think in a case like that where she was like so hypersexualized, I was just so irritated with the guy who just didn't seem to understand like, dude, there's so much more going on there. This is not just a girl who's had a couple of drinks. Like that sort right. of extreme hypersexuality like uh, yeah, I was going to say that. Like you're that's yeah. <laughs> Drinking doesn't change your whole personality. Right. Unless you're an alcoholic. Sure. Right. And I just didn't I don't know. I just thought he was being very unkind, dirtbag. Um so yeah. So when you're on a Zoom date and or any date and somebody says something inappropriate. Um, I think you have to like maybe ask them to clarify. And I think that's maybe going to make them uncomfortable. Like, oh, I'm, I don't get it. What do you mean? Yeah. Yeah. What and do you mean by that? What do you mean? And, and not an accusatory, what do you mean by that? But, uh, oh, I don't get it. Mm-hmm. And now you're putting it on them to have to explain it. And you're making it clear that... Or at least you're implying that whatever joke they just made went right over your head because it wasn't that great of a joke. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I just think in a situation like that, it's really important when someone's inappropriate to you uh, in a conversation with a dating app, just unmatch them or really just stop talking to them because if you unmatch, it affects your, vis- your visibility on the app. Uh, unless they're really yeah. crude, if they're crude, you got to block them. But if they're just, just like, oh, they're just looking for sex, just stop engaging them. Just don't engage. Don't try and sass them back. They don't care. But now this is ha- if, if this happens in real life on video, mm-hmm. now that really presents an awkward situation. Well, you would like, think that men would read facial cues, right? No? Hopefully, Except I know a lot of people do smile when they're uncomfortable. So that's a little bit. Yeah, there's that nervous laugh of, oh, <laughs> it's not like a full, 
full-bodied laugh. Right. Yeah. Be really careful about what you say on these video dates. And if someone is making you uncomfortable, my suggestion is make up an excuse and say you have to go and just leave. And this is the other benefit of doing a Zoom date is you haven't exchanged phone numbers. Yeah. They can't trace you. They can't find out your full name. That's now true. you can just go bloop. You could also act out. frozen. <laughs> you could just act frozen and then just close the window. But try and try and do that. Just kind of like there's a. I know there's a there's a meme of somebody doing that. Yeah. Uh, but just try and disengage. I would not like once. Okay try and redirect the conversation by changing this girl this woman did exactly what she should have done which is change the conversation and if they go back they're not stupid they know that you were changing the subject they're not dumb if they go back they're they're showing you that they are disregarding your boundaries that's when you say oh you know what i gotta take my dog out for a walk doesn't matter if you have a dog or not fuck it who cares this guy's never gonna find out (laughs) and if he says oh let me see your dog oh no she's already near the door bye and just she hates zoom (laughs) she hates zoom she hates zoom uh but make an excuse and leave and then if you want you can no you know what i was gonna say you can send them and send them a message uh i wouldn't maybe just block them just block them so that they can't contact you uh, but yeah, if, if someone says something uncomfortable, give them, I always say give people one chance to, to, because so many people are bad with small talk right? and they don't know how to talk to strangers. So they use something that they think is provocative and funny to break the ice. Only it's not provocative or funny. It's just awkward. Sure. Give them one chance. If they return, if they don't follow your cue, that's a problem. Disengage. And just say, oh, you know what? I got to get going. I have to take my dog for a walk or um, I have a work meeting that I have to another Zoom call or my nephew's graduated, whatever. Make an excuse and if leave. If you don't want to block them, you could just be like, I have diarrhea. <laughs> I, have to take, I have to take a dump. I got to go. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> but call me. <laughs> Sexy face. Sexy face. <laughs> Okay, um, so that's what I say about that. And guys, really, just uh, and people, really, you know. And it's okay. Look, this doesn't this doesn't uh, mean that if you're looking to hook up, just looking to hook up. It doesn't mean that you can't just be looking to hook up and use sex as, you know, like I'm gonna drop that. I'm gonna drop that out there and see how she responds. You can do that, but pay attention to how she fucking responds, you idiot. Right. Or same thing, women, because women use these apps to get laid too. Just put it out there. And if they don't take the bait, back off. Just back mm-hmm. off. Respect that boundary. Um, okay. Now, here's another question that I received. We have one more topic, but this is a quick one that I want to get to. So I was, um, uh, let's just say I was on Instagram okay. <laughs> and leave it at that. Let's just say I was on Instagram and I came across an exchange between two people mm-hmm. and it was a case of two people had been communicating online mm-hmm. and let's see. And uh, at some point in the conversation, one of the people responds and says, 
I'm sorry it took me a bit to get back to you. After some thought, I think now isn't the time for me to be dating after all. Thank you for putting up with me, and I wish you nothing but the best. Okay. Um, I don't know that I would have said that. I don't know that. Uh, so the question is, what do you do if you decide mid-conversation? Like, what do you do after a an awkward Zoom date? Like, what if you don't feel that chemistry? Oh. Okay. Mm-hmm. What do you What do you do? What do you say mm-hmm. if they? What I'm telling people now is when you have a video date, like let's say you've matched on speed dating or you've matched on a dating app and you move to video dating, you talk and unless you are really, 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 really sure the chemistry is mutual, you say your goodbye and then ask them for a second date via email or text. Don't do it face to face because if someone isn't interested, now you're putting them in an awkward position. Yeah. So best for everybody to give that person the out of either replying to that message and saying, thank you, but I don't think we're a match or just no answer is an answer ghosting. Right. So if you, let's say you match, talk to somebody, you feel like, oh, it's not really there say like how they say well how do you the question is how do you end something like that you know you you give it some sufficient amount of time as long as someone's not being rude or obnoxious and you say i've you know i've got to go it was great to talk to you and realize that when someone closes a conversation like that oh it was great to talk to you it was great to it was great to get to meet you really pay attention to their tone and their demeanor and what they're saying because They'll use the tone of their voice and the inflection to let you know, I don't plan on seeing you again. This, this wasn't a match for me. Right. And you'll also know if it's the opposite. Like, oh, so great to talk to you. Yeah, this was really nice. Maybe they hesitate. They're, they're sort of making an excuse to extend the conversation. Like if they're clipped very fast, yeah, I got to go, got to go. They're probably not interested. But if they're, you know, playing it along, like keeping it going take that as a good sign and then wait and then ask them out via email, but don't ask for that second date. Um, no face to face. It's just, it just creates, it's just too awkward. It's too awkward. (laughs) (laughs) Way too awkward. Um, okay. Now let's talk about a phenomenon that I absolutely makes me want to blow my brains out. (laughs) And and we talked about, can't wait. (laughs) It's the, phenomenon which isn't really a phenomenon and can we stop thinking it that it is of older women having sex with younger guys sure let's stop let's stop i'm good with stopping that (laughs) i'm good no you know you know what no it's not the act of sex it's not the sex that i I don't give a shit who you i don't care as long as it's consensual saying it's a thing it's a cougar thing it's a, it, it's, it's a, a cougar thing. thing that it's it's that it's writing about it on the internet. It's thinking that it's somehow novel or somehow an accomplishment, and really, it's just writing about it on the goddamn internet. It's obnoxious. Mm-hmm. It's crude. Uh, it proves nothing. And really, let's let's be honest. It's just a way to try and compete with younger women and to prove to younger women and to men that we can still get laid and younger guys want us. And that means we're still hot. You're still hot period, regardless if somebody wants to have sex with you or not. 
Like, let's be clear. Whether or not somebody wants to have sex with you does not determine how desirable you are. Um, but to perpetuate this idea of let's have sex with a younger guy and then write an essay about it, mm-hmm. make special note of the fact that we don't see guys writing, the, the, like the younger guys writing essays on the internet about it. I haven't seen that. <laughs> right? That's you know, odd. If it's such a phenomenon, as people are saying, well, where are the essays from the dudes? Because I'm not seeing them. And no. I, I assume it's because the guys know that bagging an older woman, having sex with an older woman, not an accomplishment. They know it's not. They know how easy it is. Yeah. And they also know, I think they know enough to be embarrassed about bragging about it on the internet (laughs) yeah yeah i think so yeah and so anything that where guys show more restraint i don't like (laughs) 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 do you know what i mean like if if guys are if if guys are behaving in a a more socially acceptable way about something than women are something something's off here um, I, I don't know. There were a couple of essays, and of course they're on Medium. Jesus, that place really is becoming a train wreck. Mm-hmm. And it's just women. No, I'm here are tips for the younger man, and this is what you do. And one of them was, you know, for younger men who want to date older women, and one of the tips was you have to tell her she's attractive. Okay. Right. Like, why, though? Why? I don't know. I mean, it's nice... To, to be told that, of course. To soothe the ego, I guess. To soothe the ego, right? Reassurance. To the, the reassurance. If there's, if you're in a relationship where you need that kind of reassurance, do I need to say it? Mm. <laughs> That's not a good relationship. <laughs> and this same woman, I was shocked, where she talked about how her younger boyfriend showed their sex tape to his friends when he was out at like out at a club or something. Oh, 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 right. (laughs) But she was thrilled about it. She was totally okay with it. She was totally okay with it. And Oh, she she was actually kind of what's the word uh, complimented by it. And she, it just wasn't a compliment. And she, I, I don't get it. Like, why would you ever be okay with, a guy, why would you ever be okay with that? I don't know. I mean, I guess because you're you're deeply insecure, right? And you're at that point, you're using hypersexualization of yourself as a way to feel like you have control. Yes, I do. I yes, but why would you write about that on the internet? And why would you? But because you're yeah, delusional. I, you're delusional because you feel like you're in control so you must be in control that is such a huge violation uh-huh <laughs> it, it's gross yeah it's dis- it's absolutely disgusting i don't mm-hmm. know why anybody whatever i'm not going to keep repeating it but yeah if you're in a situation like that with someone younger they don't respect you and please not stop trying to yeah please just stop stop with those articles because really those articles are just a way to one-up other women right that, that's all they're so for. So far. <laughs> that's really all they're for. And I, I wish we would stop feeding into that. That'd be great. Yeah. 
<laughs> do you, have, <laughs> you don't seem to have any real opinions about this. <laughs> um, well, because generally I feel like, okay, do, do what you want to do as long as it's consensual, you know, whatever. But I do... I, I mean, I do have that insight, right, on someone who's still on the other side of 40. Mm-hmm. If a younger man is dating an older woman, let's say like 40 or above, a guy in his 20s or 30s dating someone 40 or above, he's probably not serious about you. It's probably at least half joke to him. That's not to say that there can't be some tenderness and, and some basic regard for your humanity. That's not the situation that you just described where he's showing the the sex tape in the club to all of his friends. Um, I, I just, I, I don't know. I, I don't understand why older women think that they're in real relationships when they're in relationships with dudes who are in their 20s or 30s because they're not serious about it at all. Yeah. Yeah, it's a novelty to them. Yes, and she. I'm looking. I'm reading the essay now. She refers to the 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 younger hot boyfriend as wait for it, young hot boyfriend. Right, Um, because nothing's better than like objectifying this guy. Like objectification, regardless of who's doing it, it's still not right. And if this isn't cool, and I'm so tired of the implication or the the excuse, well, I go for younger guys because you know, got you know, sexual their se- men's sexual stamina, and they just can't keep up with me. And no, like now you're just shaming a guy for getting older, right? And if a guy wrote an article and said, "Oh, I like to have sex with younger women because their vaginas are tighter or because they get more wet." you know would there would be uproar rightfully you know i would think right like it's just <laughs> gross stop and i do understand the 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 part about well i go for younger men because i look a certain way and the men my age just don't take care of themselves and i and and here's where i'm kind of torn because women we're con- we're groomed we're raised to the last thing you want to do is age. The last thing you right. want to do is lose your, your desirability or your fuckability. And so to buy this cream and do this and do this exercise and, you know, what, what the images for women, you know, you watch any of those real housewife shows. It's like, oh my God, just women slathered in makeup and God forbid anybody see what they really look like. And, you know, so I understand why women feel like, you know, these people don't look the way I look and it's like right because they haven't been raised to care the way we right. have <laughs> right you know you look fabulous you've taken great care of yourself you know bless your heart but you have to understand that men have not lived under the same pressure that we nope. have so you can try and date somebody younger and I think that that's, that's really, that's a, that's a tough one to contend with. And I get it because I, t- I totally get it. You know, I, looking at some guys, there are some guys my age. I'm like, there's no way you're my age. There's no way. Right. And it's not because I look fantastic and it's, but you know, I still work out. I'm still active. I still, you know, I don't know, pluck my eyebrows. My skin looks good. And I look at some of these people and I think, what are you doing? for the last 10 years like do you ever go out do you move do you get off the couch like what do you do mm-hmm. you know so i think women need to understand especially women over 40 yeah most men in our age range they're not going to look as good as we do 
They're not. No. Um, and but you know what? I see a lot of men, and there's like fifty, like. 15, 20 years older than me or 15 years older than me, that's where I see the really good looking ones. And I think, I think it takes men to turn 60. That's when men really start to feel like, huh, I need to get it together. Whereas we feel that at fucking 30. (laughs) It's time to start. Right? We feel that at like 30, 35. Yeah. Whereas men don't feel that until like 50, 55. But we've been feeling that for much longer than they have. And that's when it, that's when it kicks in. So that's like another reason to like want to go, go for guys who are older than you rather than younger. And please stop with the sexual stamina thing, because I don't know, man, if you're 45, 50 years old and you tell me that your, your sex drive is exactly the same as it used to be, I'm going to call you a liar to your face. It's just not how our bodies work. You can, you may be, you might be taking hormone replacements. That's great. I can't take them, but, and that might help, but that hormone replacement is really no different than, you know, a guy taking Viagra. Right. You know, so you have to look at it that way. You can't make fun of men for, you know, oh, they need a pill. Well, some women need a pill too, to, to maintain their hormone levels or to maintain their sex drive. So let's stop. Like, that's just not a valid excuse. It's just, it's not a valid reason. It's just an excuse. And it's a really ageist and kind of gross one at that. Yeah. Especially because, I mean, you're just not, you're not having sex 24 hours a day, you know? Yeah. I <laughs> like mean. the sex is important, but it's, it's not really that important. Yeah. And really. I mean, it is, it's important. I'm not saying it's not of important. Of course it's important. But sure. I'm, it's just not, you know, you want to. I would think that you would want someone who is in a similar stage of life can have a conversation with you, similar interests, mm-hmm. similar taste in music, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. I mean, just realize that once you hit like 45, 50, you know, now you're getting to that age where maybe your kids are getting older and they're in college or your parents are getting older and you're worried about that. And, or I don't know, there's a pandemic <laughs> and you're just kind of, sure your mind just goes elsewhere and your sex and that just naturally it's not even age stress will kill your sex drive too you know so yeah like <laughs> as we get older For our sure. sex drive is so like it's it, it's so uh, unreliable as we get older as the pressures of life um start to mount on us no pun intended and that's why we have to like kind of be a little bit more forgiving as we get older because I just don't believe people who sit in forums or write me letters or sit in these anywhere and talk about the sex drive. I just don't believe that you're 50 or 55 years old and you're just banging like all the time. I don't believe you. I don't believe you. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I guess there's probably a few of those people out there and God bless them. them. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Live your life. Mm -hmm. Live your best life. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But I don't know. I I, I guess with the whole cougar thing, I just, again, I would think that, like, eventually you, I don't know, eventually you want to settle down with someone, right? If that's the goal. Mm -hmm. Like, if if we're framing the cougar thing as, like, hot young boyfriend, I mean, to me, boyfriend implies relationship, right? And relationship therefore implies 
some kind of longevity. Mm-hmm. Maybe not till death, but at least a couple of years, mm-hmm. I would think. And I, yeah, someone who's like 20 years younger than you, like, don't you think maybe they have ulterior motives? Yeah. 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 I think they might. Come on. Critical thinking time, people. <laughs> so bang whoever you want, have sex with whoever you want, stop writing essays about it on the goddamn internet and stop thinking that it makes you special because yeah. it doesn't. It just, it, I'm not, I'm not convinced it's a great arrangement. Yeah, it's, it really is. It rarely is. Uh, any final thoughts, Sarah? Caroline Calloway still has not finished her essay. Oh, we forgot to talk about in the main essay and the main episode. <laughs> I'm so sorry. That's okay. That's okay. I'm just throwing it out there. <laughs> how it's is, still not done. How is Callawayology? What's going on there? <laughs> Nothing. No. Nothing's going on yeah. there because she won't finish her essay. Well, yeah, I think there's just too much. What's going on with her book? Has her book ever come out? What's going on? Nope. <laughs> Many Instagram posts about signing copies and packing boxes, but nope. Why is she doing it? Why is it a publisher or a fulfillment house doing this? Whatever. You know what? The mysteries of Carolyn Callow- Calloway. <laughs> where, did, where are all those mason jars, Sarah? I don't know. Okay, guys, follow us, Womenology Pod. You can follow me on Instagram at the Kristen M. You can follow Sarah at one. Uh, no, what is it? One Sarah G. Mm-hmm. And the one That's is a number is. one, and Sarah ends in an H. Go mm-hmm. to dateologycoach.com and that'll direct you to my site, kristenmaraccio.com. I just wanted uh, Dateology Coach. It was easier to remember. Submit a letter. Uh, I'm excited that this is starting to take off and that people are, we're getting some nice feedback. And I also wanted to say to those people who have um, contributed to that, my Kofi account or bought me a coffee, however you pronounce it, something I wanted to add was that uh, for every $50 that I receive, I give $10 to a creator, of, uh, a person of color creator on Kofi. So keep that in mind. Uh, thank you so much to the people who have done it. It means a lot to me. Uh, stay safe, wear a mask, wash your hands. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Bye. Bye.